Welcome to the Being Dad Podcast, Episode 9, Don't Forget Dad's Hospital Bag. Coming up this week, we're talking about what to pack for the trip to the hospital. Just a couple of diapers and a onesie for the baby and you're good to go, right? Well, maybe not. Plus, we've got some tips for taking good baby pictures and some secrets for successful parenting. Well, that sounds good. On Tech Time this week, diaper bags for dads, a kid's tablet computer, all that and more. Stay tuned. for checking out the Being Dad podcast. This is episode nine. My name is Stephen Beattie, and this is the show where we join together in an attempt to survive being dad for all of us working on being dad and those who support us. If you're a new listener to the show, thanks for giving it a try. You can find all the podcast episodes in many different locations, but the easiest way to hear new shows and find updates is to visit the www.beingdadpodcast.com website. All the show episodes are there with links to listen right on the site, links to all the social media sites, links to download on iTunes if you like, and feel free, of course, to email me with any comments, questions, or ideas for future shows. My email address is stephen, S-T-E-V-E-N, at beingdadpodcast.com. Well, the due date is only a week away now as I record this episode. Michelle is feeling pretty good, although I think the baby is starting to get fairly cramped for space in there and is giving her lots of jabs and pokes. The midwife can tell us how the baby is positioned, and they're telling us that the head is down and locked into the pelvis, so it sounds like he or she is starting to think about making an exit. They can also tell us how the baby's body is positioned, where the legs and the back are, for example which is pretty cool when you're feeling the baby moving. You're thinking, yep, that's a butt there. That's a leg there. There haven't been any contractions or any signs of approaching labor that we can see, so we're just continuing with the waiting game. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm excited, and I'm really looking forward to seeing the little kid and learning if it's a boy or a girl. Although I am still a little nervous about how my life is going to change overnight. And I'm nervous about the delivery, but it's a good nervous. I'm not really feeling stressed out, which is a good thing, I think. I've got some great stuff to talk about this week, including diaper bags that a dad would be happy carrying around and information on what to bring to the hospital when the baby's coming, specifically what items dads might need. So keep it tuned in here for that. Also, I want to hear your stories about being dad and fatherhood, and any funny or interesting or inspiring experiences that you have had and would like to share with the rest of the listeners of the show. I think it would be awesome if we could have personal stories to share with each other and and learn from each other. If you're interested, what you can do is send me a recording of yourself telling your story or message in an audio file, like an MP3 file, or you can even just record into your cell phone's audio recorder and send it to me in an email attachment or forward the cell phone audio to me at my email, 
Stephen at beingdadpodcast.com. Don't worry about the audio quality. I can fine-tune and tweak things at my end. Another option is to call and leave me a voicemail at the telephone number, and I'll have this posted on the website as well, but the telephone number 253-780-9245. This is a U.S.-based telephone number, so your normal long-distance charges would apply, and your message can't be longer than five minutes. But that might be an easier option for you rather than recording and emailing an audio file. Like I said, that phone number will be up on the website if you want to use that option. I can then share the messages and stories on future episodes of the show, and I think it would be a lot of fun and a great addition to the podcast. So feel free to send me off something, and we'll give it a go. Okay, so what do we need to bring with us to the hospital when our significant other is delivering? There's lots of information out there on what mom might need and find useful when in the hospital and preparing to come home, but what about us dads? What do we need? To be honest, I really didn't think I needed to bring much of anything other than maybe a change of clothes, but Wayne Parker at fatherhood.about.com has some suggestions for us on what to include in our dad's hospital bag. First up, snacks. It's important to keep putting some calories on board, which may be hard to remember when going through the busy and emotional delivery process, but packing some goodies ahead of time in our dad's hospital bag is a good way to remember and have snacks at the ready when the time comes. Granola bars or crackers are good options. Mom is going to need some snacks as well, so you could combine all the snacks together for the two of you. Hydration, of course, is also very important, and you'll want to make sure that you keep yourself and mom well hydrated throughout the delivery process. Keep in mind that the hospital staff may have some limits on how much fluid mom can take in, so be sure to maintain open communication with them. But make sure you have a variety of drinks there, like water, Gatorade, Crystal Light or juice, and perhaps even a little cooler to keep them stored in, keep them cool. Next, toothpaste, gum, mouthwash, always good to have. You may be there for a while and you might appreciate having the option to brush your teeth or have some gum. Your spouse might appreciate that as well in order for you to have some good breath too if you're breathing in her face all day. Next, don't forget your medications. If you do have medication you take on a regular basis, Perhaps having some doses packed away in your hospital bag in advance would be a good idea, so they're there with you when you need them. Also, don't forget the camera you're planning on using, including batteries and the charger. There will be lots of photo ops, especially once the baby is there, and you want to make sure you've got a full charge on all your camera gear. This also goes for your cell phone. Make sure you have the charger and an updated list of contact phone numbers in there so you can let everyone know when the baby has arrived. A change of clothing with different warm and cold options is a good idea as well, including a sweatshirt. Wayne states that moms in labor will often feel on the warm side, so having a sweatshirt for us to keep warm if it's cool in the delivery room may be a welcome addition to our hospital bag. Also, a clean set of clothing 
to change into. And don't forget to take some swim shorts as well in case you're going into the tub or the shower with mom during the labor process. Maybe even a nice shirt for photos with the baby after it's born so you're not pictured in your old Iron Maiden shirt for all eternity. Finally, if you haven't already given it to her, a push present might not be a bad idea as well. For more information on that, refer to my podcast, Episode 4. I talk a bit about push presents in that episode. Well, there you go. That's some good info, I think, for us to get started on our dad's hospital bag. Michelle has already started packing her bag, and we have stuff already set to go for the baby, so I guess I better get my bag ready to go as well. Next up on the Being Dad podcast, some tips on photographing that new baby. Now, you're not Ann Geddes, and therefore don't feel the need to photograph your new baby in a big tulip leaf or growing out of a flower pot with a sunflower hat on, unless you want to. Maybe that's your cup of tea. But if you're interested in getting some decent photos of the new addition, here are some tips. Firstly, if you want a happy baby photo, you want to try to avoid the times when the baby is most cranky, like when he or she is hungry or tired. John London, in his article on photographing newborns, says that bath time and after feeding are great times for photographing babies. They also suggest that you keep the clothing simple so that the center of attention is the baby and not necessarily what the baby is wearing. Unless you're going for the Ann Geddes, my baby is a rosebud photo. Also, lighting is important for any photo, and this goes for newborn photos as well. Flashes can sometimes freak out the new baby, as well as cast unflattering shadows. So if possible, natural light or warm light from a lamp off to the side of the baby is often a better option if you can set that up. Often, though, the best shots are ones that are candid, spur-of-the-moment shots that don't really allow time for setting up lamps, but snap away. That's one of the pluses of digital cameras. You can just shoot a million pictures and delete the ones that aren't so good. Also, keep the background in mind if you're setting up to take some baby photos, as busy backgrounds can distract the eye from the subject of the photo, which is the baby. Try zooming in and focusing on the baby's eyes and experiment with different composition and camera angles. I like using the rule of thirds for photo composition, which basically means that you keep the subject of your picture more off to one side and slightly above or below the midline. This can add some visual interest to the photograph, but really everyone has their own personal tastes and likes, and really you can't go wrong with photographing a newborn anyway. Even if they're crying and fussing around, it can still make for good pictures. I found an article called The Seven Secrets for Successful Parents by Dr. Marianne Neifert on parenting.com. I'll post a link in the show notes on the podcast website so you can have a look at the article if you like. She states that no one has all of the answers and no one is a perfect parent, but she does have a list of things that might help with making your family time more fulfilling. First up, provide unconditional love and encouragement. As parents, we're the first ones who our kids will build confidence and self-worth from interacting with, so it's important that we give them the time and attention daily, listen to and acknowledge their feelings, and encourage and acknowledge their efforts. 
Next, make your child and your spouse your highest priority and try to find that balance between work and family life, keeping in mind what your priorities are. Strengthen your parenting team by working together as parents or together with other family members and community supports. Discipline consistently, model positive behavior, and praise their positive behavior. Teach responsibility, which includes teaching the child that he or she is responsible for their choices they are making, and therefore responsible for ultimately their own happiness. Encourage the tackling of new skills, working through mistakes, and to think critically by developing his or her own opinions. Use routine to create a sense of togetherness and security. And finally, take time to recharge yourself and have your alone time and to not be afraid to ask for assistance when it's needed. Again, visit my website for a link to this article if you want to have a look at it yourself. Let's move on to tech time. First up this week, diaper bags for dads. This isn't necessarily an overly techy segment, but if your spouse is coming up to you in Toys R Us with a diaper bag that looks like something the ladies from Sex in the City would be carrying, maybe these diaper bag options would be more up your alley. The first option isn't a bag at all, but a vest. The Dad Gear Diaper Vest has pockets that can hold a couple diapers, a tall pocket for a bottle, travel wipes, and pockets for your keys and cell phone. $80 comes in various colors and from a company called Baby Earth. Next, the Bob Stroller Diaper Bag, 64 bucks on Amazon. This is a nice-looking messenger-style bag that comes in many different colors like graphite, black, has multiple pockets, waterproof pouch, and a changing pad. Next, the J.J. Cole System Diaper Bag. Again, a cool-looking shoulder bag with pockets for a wallet, changing pad, cell phone, plus a pacifier pod. I don't know what that is, but it sounds cool. $55. Next is the Diaper Dude Diaper Bag. Yep, Diaper Dude Diaper Bag. Again, a messenger-style bag in many different colors and a very masculine look to it. Lots of pockets for holding baby stuff, including bottle pockets. $55. Finally, the Marshall Diaper Bag for Dads. A bit more expensive at $100, and it's sort of a backpack-style bag rather than a messenger-style bag. But it's got eight different pockets in total. It holds lots of different things from pacifier clasps to spoon loops. You name it, this bag can hold it. You can check out all these diaper bags by going to the link in the show notes. Next up on Tech Time, a great smartphone app for kids called Wood Puzzle. In the Apple App Store for $2, this app resembles those little wooden puzzles for kids where they have to find the slot that fits the puzzle pieces that are shaped like animals and other kid-friendly subjects. A younger child can move the pieces around to find the right spot, and there is a baby mode where the puzzle is animated and puts itself together. A really nice-looking application. Another app in the Apple App Store is one for all the Thomas the Train fans out there. Thomas and Friends Engine Activities app, $2 in the App Store. It's an interactive activity app with puzzles and coloring and various matching games for kids. Looks really nice and well-designed, I think. 
Have a look at that one if you know any Thomas fans. There's an app in the App Store called Little Skywriters by the app developer Dano2. This is an app developed by teachers to help children in the pre-kindergarten age learn their ABCs. Basically, you fly a little airplane around through letter-shaped flight plans, and the goal of the application is to teach the children how to write and read the letters properly. Looks like a very cool app, looks like a lot of fun, and it's $1.99 in the App Store. Now, with all these smartphone and iPad applications that I've been giving to you over the past few weeks, you're probably wondering how you can keep your iPhone and iPads and Android phones safe from your child's hands when you're letting them interact with the applications. Fisher-Price does have an iPhone, iPad safe cases called the Laugh and Learn Activity Case can be given to young children and it just helps to protect your mobile devices from the young fingers, from drool, from sippy cup spills, minor drops and those kinds of things. Definitely check it out. The iPad case is $34 and it really looks like it would be a great option. Uh, It looks like the iPhone and iPod touch cases are about $15. So check it out. The Fisher Price Aptivity Cases. Finally on Tech Time this week is an Android tablet built for kids called the Arcos ChildPad. Built tough sporting a 7-inch screen and equipped with the most up-to-date Android operating system, Android 4.0, this is a nice tablet. It comes with 28 apps pre-installed, and there is a kids' app store with uh, up to 10,000 available apps in there if mom or dad want to expand in the future. The Arcos ChildPad is $129. Well, that's the end of the show for this week. Thanks for listening, and please join me again next week. Don't forget, if you want to send me some audio of your Being Dad stories or advice, please do, and I'll be putting some of that audio in future episodes. Be sure to follow me on Twitter, at Being Dad Podcast, for updates and tweets about any possible labor. Thanks again, and I'll talk to you in a week. Bye.